An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. And this week I was thinking, like, what am I going to talk about this week on my podcast episode? But I have so many things to tell you guys that I'm just going to start off and we're just going to wing it. Wing it like we do life. Wing it like I do motherhood. Wing it how I do everything in every aspect of my life. (laughs) Before getting into this episode, I want to do a little announcement. We have a magazine here that's local. It's called Folio Weekly, and it's like an entertainment slash news magazine here in Jacksonville, Florida, in St. Augustine. And I got nominated for Best Personality of 2020. And apparently over 6,000 nominations went in, so you have to actually get voted as a nominee to become a winner for those categories. And I got a surprising shock in an email stating that I was nominated, and now voting starts on Christmas Day till January 10th. So Angie slash My Ugly Truth Podcast is nominated for Best Personality. I was like, oh! best personality Uh, it kind of reminds me of that meme you know uh, there's a meme where it's like you're so funny and then the person responds back saying thanks it was the trauma like thank you guys i must have a a great personality because i'm trying to see the funny side of everything that's happened to me because of all the trauma i've been through so thank you but no for real thank you to all my listeners that might have put me as a nomination i was even surprised that it got nominated. I was very shocked when I got this email. So thank you. Um, Please go vote. Christmas Day, it starts voting. You can vote once a day and vote for My Ugly Truth Podcast for Folio Weekly, F-O-L-I-O Weekly. I will put all the information on my Instagram. I really feel like that would be a great way to start 2020. And one of my best friends wrote me one day and she goes, 2020 is the year of Angie. And I'm like, yes, bitch, yes. I'm gonna make 2020 my bitch like I'm going to do amazing things not for myself but I'm giving back to people that are going through situations because I know what it feels like I know what it feels like not being able to resonate or relate with certain situations you're going through and you're thinking you're the only person that's going through this and you're like oh I would just love to talk to someone who's been through something that I've been through so I cannot feel alone in this journey so if I can do that for people because I couldn't get that I'm your girl like so thank you to my listeners thank you to everybody <laughs> people from my work just found out about my podcast um, because one of my co-workers was overlooking my shoulder and I was posting something she goes I see what you're doing I see you got a podcast and I'm like mind your own business Jesus and and then I had a guy at my work come up to you. He's like, so I heard you have a podcast. I'm like, oh, God, she's got a big mouth. And then my boss two days later was like, so what's your podcast about? I heard you have a podcast. So people at work, if you're listening, go vote because we have that magazine at work. And you better vote since all y'all are so interested in wanting to know what it's about. Just go vote. I told my brother last night, I was like, yeah, ask my parents if I have the best personality. And I started cracking up because my parents always think I have a stank-ass attitude. 
Apparently not. Apparently, uh, Folio Weekly thinks I should get best personality. But anyways, yeah, so thank you. That made my day. That made my year. That made my month. That was the best thing I could have got all year. Um, the best news to close out this year. So thank you. Um, I do want to mention uh, this app. It's called Pattern. The Pattern app. P-A-T-T-E-R-N app. Um, it's an app that you put your birthday, if you know your time of birthday and your location where you're born. And it gives you like insights of a certain situation you're going through. And every day or every other day, it, it pops up with a notification telling you what you might be going through. So I wanted to mention some things that mine showed up this week and it's so resonating. So this one was called Speak Your Truth. For the next three or four weeks, you may notice a change in the way you think and understand. You could feel more curious about truth, meaning and purpose like your mental process has taken a philosophy quality you and others could be more interested in exploring idealistic topics or engaging in novel conversations possibly you're drawn to learning something new and starting a course of study going on adventures and traveling might be very appealing to you right now which i am going to new york city in january 2020 it's a dream of mine that is something that is very close to my heart. So um, I was born in New York, in Queens, and then I grew up in New Jersey and then moved to Florida. So I don't consider myself from New York. I was just born there, but I grew up from Jersey. So I consider myself from New Jersey. When I was little, I moved from New York to New Jersey when I was eight years old, and I've always been obsessed with ice skating when I was growing up. Um, I just loved figure skating and I never got to do it when I was little and I remember my dad worked a lot and he would promise me he's like you know I'm gonna take you to Rockefeller one year and we're gonna go ice skating and I was like oh I love that like that would be my dream and I remember like going to like a garage sale and like buying ice skates to get this what my dad said he was gonna do and and I get it I now being a parent I tell my kids all the time I'm gonna do something and I don't do it and I try my best to work on that and actually follow through with my words because it really affected me when my dad promised me something that was like a dream come true for me that's like um when you're little your your parents promising they're gonna take you to Disney World and they never do it's just like as a child like that's your world that's everything so I never got to go ice skating when I was eight and then when we moved to New Jersey I was like oh my god that means that we're just going further away and I'm not going to be able to get this done and by the time I was 15 and we moved to Florida further away I was like okay yeah this is definitely not going to get done and then about two years ago when everything was um, going horribly in my life as you would know all my listeners would know what stage in my life I'm talking about I was listening to a YouTube video and it was like when you're going through a hard time in life what you need to be doing is you need to focus on what at this moment can bring a smile on your face and it's not who needs to come back who needs to not be dead who needs to be not so far away in distance from you no it's about you it's about what would make you happy right now what could be done right now a lot of people be like oh a million bucks okay that's fine if that's what you want that's your dream if you're materialistic like that i feel like you have a lot of work to do but (laughs) i mean that's fine But it's about, you know how they say money can't buy happiness, money can't buy time, those moments that you spend with your loved ones and you're like, damn, there's nothing that I could pay to get that back. That's what I mean. What moment needs to happen to make you smile and really love your life? And I thought, wow, it would be to get my childhood dream of ice skating in Rockefeller. And it's nothing against my dad, like, not at all. Like, yeah, he promised something, you know, I do, like I said, I do it to my kids too. But now it's about 
me doing it for myself. So for those two years that I was going through that rough patch in my life, I was broke as a joke. I mean, I, there was no way that I could even afford a plane ticket and a hotel and travel expense and the VIP pass and all this stuff that I wanted to do in New York the past year and a half. I was not able to afford that. Every time Christmas would come around and I would see like on social media how they're putting the tree in New York and people are showing the Rockefeller and the golden man with the ring you know, where the ice skating rink's at. I would always see and I'm like, I can't do it this year. I don't have the money. But that was something that I was like, that would make me so happy where it wasn't based off of anybody's actions. It was based off of something that I'm doing for myself. So I finally, on December 5th, um, December 5th is a, is a hard day for me and I'm not going to go into details why, but it is a hard day for me every year. And I wanted to make myself happy that day. I wanted to give myself a gift that day. And on that day, I finally went online and somehow Delta had tickets that were so good pricing. And I booked it. I booked my New York City ticket. And I just started crying this like happy cry that I haven't I haven't had a happy cry in a very long time. You know, you cry when you're sad, you cry when you're like nostalgic or you're, you're missing someone or something bad happens or you're upset. But I haven't cried over happiness in a while and it felt good. Like I was on cloud nine, but I was feeling all my feels and I just started crying because I was like, holy shit, I did it. And to everybody else, it sounds so stupid because I'm like, oh, I'm going to New York and I'm going ice skating. That's so dumb. Like, no, it's more than that. It's more like me booking this ticket and me going to New York is about not having to have somebody do something for you to make you happy. So not having my dad having to take me somewhere to fulfill my dream because I can do it for myself. I don't need a father figure, a boyfriend, a husband. I don't need a man to accomplish something towards my dream. I can do that myself. And I felt like such an independent like roar in me when I did that. Like that's one of the things I always say on a lot of my episodes is don't tell me you're gonna do something and not do it. That's the worst thing you can do to me. Words and actions are two different things to me. They're black and white to me. Words sound great, but if you can't follow with actions, it means nothing. So when I get promised this, this, and that, and I don't see no follow through, it's like you never fucking said it. It doesn't mean shit to me. So me booking this ticket, it was like I was fulfilling my dream without anybody having to do with it because it's what makes me happy so I booked my ticket for New York I will be there and I am also going to be doing um, an episode with these two fabulous New York gals that have been my freaking like go-to people when I started this podcast I saw how big their audience is and how good that their merch looks and their merchandise photo shoots look amazing and they're listening to their podcast they're so from New York and you could see the Italian coming out of them and the attitude and I'm like this is like my people so these two girls they're the host of Talking Petty podcast I will be recording with them at um, the recording studio in New York City. So we're going to do an episode together. Um, I asked them and they're like, fuck yes, we're going to do this. Let's put this on the, on the schedule. So when I'm in New York, not only am I going to New York 
to do my ice skating and all that and all my dream, my childhood dream, this is what I call it. But I will be doing an episode with Talking Petty Podcast and I'll be at Gotham City Recording Studio. We will be doing recording audio and video footage of some episodes that I'll be recording in um, the recording studio for my Ugly Truth Podcast. So that right there is like, oh, I'm on cloud nine just speaking about it. So um, yeah, I will be in New York City doing the podcast doing having guest speakers for an episode coming up with my ugly truth podcast for 2020 and also i um booked the vip pass for the rockefeller ice skating ring i will be doing that in one of the nights which i'm not asking for it to snow but if it does it will be amazing um i am working with a business that is going to do a photo shoot because i will be showing some merchandise for my ugly truth podcast that will be coming up in 2020 so I not only made to get it documented by photo and video of finally accomplishing my childhood dream but I will be showing some merchandise that's coming up for my Ugly Truth podcast for 2020 so keep an eye out for that I'll put all this information and everything um, on my Instagram and as well as in the bio link it's all in the link on my bio on my Instagram on my Ugly Truth podcast so check it out yeah, and I'm just so excited. I And this is the first time in a while that I've been excited about something that's not expecting something in return or about, oh, well, I'm so happy about this, but that person's actions can change really quick. Like, I have full control of what I'm happy about, and I love it. But it's just the fact that I know that my dreams can't get sabotaged because if it does, it's, it's something that I did. Anyway, so um, also... The photo shoot that I'll be doing will be in um, Rockefeller and Grand Grand Central train station. So keep an eye out for that. It's going to be so much fun. I'm actually staying at a very nice hotel in Times Square with the perfect view. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, check those stories out when I'm there in January 2020 because you know I'll be blowing up my social media. The rest of the things that I got from the pattern app this week is um, during this time, you might notice a tendency in yourself and others towards fundamental. Try to be open to new information and knowledge. Right now, you might ask yourself, what does my curiosity lead me to explore? Where can I allow myself to think beyond boundaries? Do I stop myself from speaking what I believe to be true? Well, we all know because I definitely speak my truth and I don't think that I stop myself. But this is a great opportunity to venture into something new, mental territory. So that is very true. On one hand, you may feel incredibly alive right now, which can be exciting. It's great to see and feel everything, even in the middle of the night. If things have gone well past the few weeks since the new moon, you should be feeling good about yourself and your life. You may have seen and felt some beneficial results from your actions over the last week, which is yesterday when I got the nomination. You may be feeling more excited for new adventures and new vistas. You could have taken the time to ponder the meaning and purpose of your life. Hopefully your life hasn't been boring or routine. You may have done at least one or two things that you've always dreamed of doing. You may have the feeling of anything is possible and others could be noticing that attitude too. At the same time, beware of certain pitfalls that may arise. You may feel a strong intuitive urge to just take off and get out of town. What's in your nature 
to be an explorer. You're meant to emphasize adventure and the search of meaning and purpose right now. This is your journey. You don't need to teach or convince others of its validation. I don't need to teach others or validate my childhood dream and why it's so special to me because it's special to me. I don't need to prove that to anyone. And then the next thing that I saw was if you're someone who can balance following the beat of your own drum and having a great deal of fun, this full moon that's coming on the 12th, which is tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow, 1212 is a portal. Apparently, 1212 is... It's a portal of the last month of the year, and not only that, the last portal of the decade, and the full moon on that day as well, and there's a full moon in Gemini, and we all know I'm Gemini, sun, and moon, so this full moon is going to do a lot of mental shit to me, is what I'm trying to say. So, um, it says, it's nice to blend between high adventures and play, a more lighthearted attitude. Above all, there is optimism freedom from regular life responsibility if these ways are unfamiliar or uncomfortable you might experience from this time to time try to give yourself a chance to have a few days without responsibility or routine and then this one really got me this one is called reality check that i got this week and it says oh god i just got another one. Oh my god i'm recording with you guys and i just got another one you know what let's read it on air why not these nine months are a reality check no shit this is an amazing window of opportunity to make some serious decision about who you are and where you're headed during this cycle you've been asked to look thoughtfully objectively of what is and isn't working in your life it's not a time for play it's a time of course correct if you're heading in the wrong direction you'll know that you're off track during this time because you'll really feel it you'll be intuitive oh my god i've been so intuitive lately that's crazy i've been so intuitive i would call something out about an action of somebody or something that's going on in my life and then two days later i get confirmation and i mean just let alone stupid example but this is an example so i had a ticket i had a speeding ticket not too long ago and i was like you know i do remember that i have a court day coming up for that ticket i was like it was my day off it was yesterday i was like before i go home and take a nap let me check and make sure i don't have court coming up this week and as soon as i pulled it up it was like you got court today at 1 30. i'm like holy shit, my intuitive was on point that's a prime example but my other situations that i've been very intuitive with is um a lot more emotional i guess and i've been very correct i've been on my shit. i've been on my a game with my intuitive side so that's for sure. It says you will be met with noticeable limitations and boundaries forcing you to rethink your commitments. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that, but yes. If you struggle to embrace your authentic self, which we all know I don't, continually compromise your needs, you'll feel the cost of that right now. Life may be empty and depressing like something's missing. Don't ignore these feelings. This heaviness is motivating you to make a change. It's a serious time that can't be overridden by trying to escape in the ways that normally make you feel good. It can feel like your dopamines and endorphin levels are diminished, like you're hitting a wall. This sense of being physically drained and dragged down is forcing you to face objective reality and the cold, hard facts of your situation. Even if it's painful, don't be afraid to let go of any person, career, behavior, or environment that isn't serving who you are. This way, you clear space for something new to emerge. The intention is to motivate you to adapt and grow. Bam! Boom! Oh my god, that right there that I just read. Yes, I. I this is something that I actually don't want to talk about. <laughs> When does Angie not want to talk about something? Right now, I don't want to talk about the situation that I'm reading this paragraph about. Even if it's painful, don't be afraid to let go what you know is not good for you. Um, a couple months ago, I was like, this person's energy, and it's not even about dating, it's just in general. 
this person's energy is just low vibration. And I would never catch myself saying that years ago. But I don't want to surround myself with friends or people or family or anything that are always depressed, are always looking at the worst side of things. I want to be with people that enlighten their being and enlightens my energy like I want to be around people with good energy and if you don't have that and you can't be happy with yourself and you're always putting yourself down like ugh, I know I'm not that good at this or ugh, I'm not that pretty like I don't want I'm here to support my friends if they're going through a phase like that but if I just meet a friend and they're acting like that I don't want to surround myself like that it just because it makes me be all depressed and I don't like it so yes um I definitely have uh been letting go people in situations in my life that I know are no longer good for me but it's for my well-being and it sucks because sometimes it hurts having to let those people go or those situations go but if they're meant to be in your life they will and if they're showing you those traits, then they're not meant to be in your life. And then the next one is, it's time for endings and beginnings. If you feel your efforts aren't producing results, you're constantly meeting resistance, then assume things are intended to work out and move on. The danger during this time is to dismiss what you feel and try to override limitations. The barriers that you are encountering are intended to teach you. I was talking to my brother last night and I was like, you know, I'm just emotionally tired. I'm emotionally tired with situations, certain situations. And he's like, let that be your motivation. He's like, if these people come in your life, it's to teach them a lesson. I said, yeah, but I've been teaching this person a lesson and this person a life lesson and this person a life lesson. Where is my reward for all this? I'm tired and I'm not doing it all for getting reward, but where is my accomplishment feeling that I'm doing this and and I'm going to get good in return? And then I got that notification of my nominee. So I am very happy. Um, I am seeing some good feedback and good results to what I'm giving out to the world with this podcast. And then it says, the last one says, pay close attention. You'll be giving clear and fair feedback during the cycle. Even if it's not what you hope for, your challenge is to accept it and trust the reality of the situation. This is a huge opportunity to take things to the next level. If you're on the right track, apply yourself and you'll see positive changes that promote your development and encourages you to continue in the direction you've chosen. Your growth potential is being activated. Trust. Wow. I I just literally explained to you guys about this and I'm reading this for the first time. Your growth potential is being activated. Trust that your hard work will pay off right now. It's an ideal time to be focused on specific objects. Even if you feel good about your direction in life, you might still sense a lack of energy and motivation. Wow. This doesn't mean you're off track. You're being pushed to recommit with even greater purpose. The only mistake you can make during this time is to do nothing. If you don't enact the necessary changes, you're committing to leaving things the same, making it much harder to switch course later. Take actions to let go what you know is holding you back. If you do, you'll be given obvious signs of support, bring new energy, excitement, and purpose to your life. I'm telling you guys, download this damn app. It's so motivating. Reading shit and you're like, whoa, that's exactly what I'm going through. Do it. So um, I don't know if a lot of you guys have a bucket list that you want to get done or accomplished in your life but if you don't especially with the new year coming in I feel like everyone that listens to this episode and really feels this is like a calling for yourself to grab a piece of paper and truly think what are some things that I want to do I did this list back 2013 
I was just divorced or I was in the middle of a divorce with my ex-husband that I was only married to for six months, the one that cheated on me um, two months in our marriage and stood me up on my honeymoon. So um, I was really heartbroken and I was like, oh my God, like second heartbreak. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, so I was like, you know what, let me focus on me. And one of the things that I did want to accomplish, even when I was in that relationship was I wanted to live by myself. I was like, you know, I've always like lived with my parents. I had kids at young age and then I, you know, moved in with the father of my children. And when we split up, I went back to my parents' house. And then when I met my second husband, I moved out with him when he bought a house. And then I always wanted to, like, have that independent year in my life where I just had an apartment or a condo or something to myself. I just wanted it to be my place. I can do whatever I want. I can decorate however I want. Um, I can come home whenever I want. All the bills are based on me, so I don't have to worry about bills being paid or about did this money really go towards those bills. It was all about my shit. That's what I wanted. I wanted to live by myself. So when I was going through that separation, I moved out of his house without him knowing, and I just packed my shit one day when he was at work. I mean, I even took the toilet paper and the dang shower curtain because I wasn't going to let that motherfucker have a shower or take a shit without thinking what he did to me so I moved out to an apartment um and that was back in 2013 and it felt so good just to have my place it was just me my boys yes I worked two jobs one job I was working overtime my second job was a bartending job every other weekend at this club that was really big here in Jacksonville back in the day And I don't know how, and I still sometimes look back and I'm like, how did I afford my bills only making that much an hour? But I did it. I had a car payment. I had two children at the age of two and six. So one of them was uh, still in diapers and daycare. So we all know daycare is very expensive. The other one was barely just, you know, in kindergarten, first grade. And um, I had to drive all the way 40 minutes back to the town that I used to live in to drop my kids off at school so they could finish the school year. Go all the way to the beach side, 40 minutes down to go to work, drive back to pick them up, drive back to my house because my house was in between the beach and the 40 minute drive that I had to do. I don't know how I afford all that gas, but you know what? I did it. I don't know how. I really could not tell you how I did it, but I did it. That felt really good. And when I moved out of my place, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a bucket list. I already accomplished one thing, which was living on my own. I know there's millions of things that I want to do, but I'm going to make a bucket list. So I wrote out 2013, it says Angie's bucket list. And I was like, what are things that I want to do? Like, what are things that would make me happy? Not what would make me happy with the relationship, with my friends, with my family, with my kids. What do I want? What do I want to do? So I started with the list. I ended up with like 60 things on my list. So if you want to start with a list of 10, 20, whatever, it doesn't matter. And don't put a time frame on it. I just did it. And I was like, I just want to see how much I get done on this list. Just, just within a year or two. And uh, now I do have a like expire dates on my bucket list. My bucket list expire dates are five years. Wow. It's 8.08 right now as I'm recording this episode. It's 8.08 a.m. And and I just looked at the clock. That's crazy. Anyways, so my list was um, Angie's bucket list. Everything I want to do before I die. 
that was the way I titled it. And I want to go down the list real quick with you and just show you guys what I've wrote, examples of what I wrote, and some things that I did check off my bucket list, which was amazing. And it feels so good to look back on that list a couple years later and you're like, holy shit, I did, I think I did like 30 out of like these 64 things that I had on this list. It makes you feel good about yourself and that's like all about self-care and self-love. It's not about who you're with, it's not about where you are in life, it's about feeling good about yourself with yourself, with things about you. Like not everybody knows you as well as you know yourself. So I want to go down the list real quick and just give you some examples and some things that I put on my list that I actually got done and I'll share those experiences with you. So for my bucket list of 2013, number one was Fall in love again, mutually, unconditionally. Number two was go ice skating in Rockefeller, New York. And with number two, like, I, so I was very happy that day. I was so happy all day just because it was just like, finally, I I did something for two years that I was struggling with money and I couldn't, I wanted to do the dream, but I just couldn't because I didn't have the funds. And now that I do, I was like, I'm getting this bucket list, number two, off my list. Because number one, I already accomplished. In 2013 is when I met um, someone important in my life. And number one on my bucket list was to fall in love again and mutually fall in love unconditionally. And I did accomplish that. Literally, like, a couple months after I wrote that list, number one was complete. And now, 2019, six years after I wrote that bucket list, I'm accomplishing number two. So I will be going to New York City in January 2020. All right, so back to this um, bucket list. One of them that I got checked off is go to California. So end of 2013... I believe it was November, I went to San Francisco, California, where my best friend moved to, and I got to go to California. Another one on my list is see the Pacific Ocean. She got to take me to the little beach that they have there in San Francisco. It's right by the San Francisco Bridge. So I got to check that off the list as well. Um, Also on that list was get my own apartment, which I already did. Own my own house, number 15. I bought a house at the age of 27. After that divorce, I lived in an apartment for a year and then I worked my ass off. This is the time frame I'm telling you that I had those two jobs that I don't know how I could afford anything, but I did. And I got approved for a house and I bought a house for me and my boys at 27 years old with a backyard fenced in, three bedroom, all tile and granite, kitchen island. Like it was a beautiful little duplex house and the fact that I was able to own my own house at the age of 27 after the shit that I went through and I thought that was shit, like that wasn't even Jasper status, this was way before Jasper, I was so proud of myself and I got to check that off my list and when I did, it felt so good to check that one off my list. Number 21 was travel more and then the next one right after that was go on a cruise with my new boyfriend. Like the cruise I didn't get to go on on my honeymoon And I got to do that with my next relationship at that time. And not only did I get to do one cruise, I got to do like four or five cruises with him, which are the best memories that I have. I might have not gone on my honeymoon on a cruise, but Jasper proposed to me on a cruise with my kids there and my parents and me and him. And 
it was honestly the best thing in return of that hurt from not going on my honeymoon cruise with my ex-husband. So not only did I get to go on a cruise with my man, but I got to have better memories to erase those bad ones with him and marriage proposal attached to the whole cruise thing, which I am very thankful. And when I checked that one off, that kind of made me emotional. (laughs) All right, so back to the list. Um, Take a photo in front of the Eiffel Tower. Did not do that yet. Ride a horse. I have not ridden a horse. Ridden? Rode? I don't know how you say it. I have not. Go to the Serendipity Cafe in New York City, which that's what I'll be doing in January. See the Hollywood sign. I have not done that one yet. Go shopping on Fifth Avenue. January, I'll be checking that one off. Attend my boy's wedding. Yes. Take my boys on a Disney cruise. I got to take them on a cruise, but not Disney. So that one's halfway done. (laughs) I send this list to my girlfriend. She goes, my favorite is number 23. Number 23. Meet Britney Spears. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know, but I'm a huge Britney Spears fan. And I don't know. I just love that girl. But that's number 23. Go on a blind date. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care about that one too much anymore. Ride the Ferris wheel in Seaside. I got to ride the Ferris wheel in Pleasantville um, in New Jersey, but not Seaside, so. Number 26, Mm, have a daughter. That one's, we'll see. I don't know if I'll, I'll have any more kids, but we'll see on that one. Start my own business, number 29. Check, get a convertible Mustang again check because I don't know why I have an obsession with convertible Mustangs, white convertible Mustangs, black top, black interior. It's just my thing. I got one right when I found out I was pregnant with my first son and then I had to get rid of it after, you know, kids and SUV and car seats. And then I got it again in 2015 after I bought my house and I was like, oh my God, it's like it's such an independent feeling when I get a convertible Mustang. And that's something that I'm manifesting to getting in 2020. So we'll see. But that is a one that I got to check off because it was my second one that I was talking about. Do a surprise party for someone I care for. Visit my best friend and see the San Francisco bridge. Check. Write a book. I wouldn't consider this a book, but this is a podcast and it's audio. It's not writing words, but it's sort of like a book go to Mexico check I got to go to Mexico in one of those many cruise trips and I had um my 30th birthday in Mexico I believe yeah and um if you actually look at this photo on my Instagram it's a photo of me and the the sun is shining behind me and I'm like with a fedora and a bathing suit and I have my hand on my hip and there's a huge quote next to it that picture was in Mexico and I actually want to read that quote to you because ending this decade this is my thought on ending this decade and I actually wrote this about two months ago in October it says we have two months left in this decade and I think what do I have to show for it well for number one The birth of my last child is the proudest and happiest moments I've ever experienced this whole decade. Then it all went downhill. It was the end of my first marriage. But besides my children, I don't have much to show for this decade. Yes, I lost people in my life that I thought I would never lose. But instead of focusing on my failures and all the hurt that I endured in marriages, relationships, family, and friendships that I've lost throughout those years, I'm trying my best to focus on how much I've grown emotionally, mentally, and spiritually on these last 10 years. How much I've learned not only about myself, but also about my journey in this life. So that's gotta mean something, right? What are you taking from this decade? From 2010 to 2019, what can you say made you better? I'm talking about like experiences that you went through. What can you say has really made you a better person mine is all my heartbreaks 
And instead of focusing on how sad that was and that feeling and, oh, my God, this happened again. And, oh, my God, I'm divorced twice. And, oh, my God, I had a dirt, bad relationship where it didn't end up where I wanted it. Okay, so what? Whatever. That's the story. It's, it, it's, it's written in ink in the book of my life. I can't erase it. I'm not going to, like, overthink about the pain. Because then you're, when you overthink about the pain and you're stuck there, it's okay to every once in a while to feel the sadness, but when you keep replaying the pain and pain and you're obsessing over it, sadness can become addicting. You can be sad and it just becomes nostalgic and you're nostalgic every day. I, I'm not saying I don't get sad. I get sad probably once a week, twice a week maybe, and I think about certain things or, or something comes up on my Facebook memories or my time hop or something comes up or I see a name and it just makes me all sad or somebody asks something or a number I don't know whatever or a photo or a date December 5th is one of them and I get sad but like I did on December 5th instead of focusing my whole day on that sadness what can I do right now to make myself feel better and then I booked that ticket if you stay in that sadness and you cry about it all day because that makes you sad you're becoming addicted to the sadness and that right there on your own you're not growing from that you need to let it go and it's so hard for me to say that because I still struggle with that but I'm trying so that has to count for something so what has made you grown emotionally spiritually inside you in your heart and your mind the past decade what version of yourself this decade are you bringing into the next decade that is for the good that's something that I feel like everyone needs to like really think about before going into 2020. And I know everyone's like, oh, new year, new me. But this is really new year, new me. This is really a new decade, new, better version of me. It's not just a year. It's a whole decade. And then the next decade, you can look back and be like, shit, look how much I've done this past 20 years from the other decade. It's really mind-blowing. And to end the bucket list that I have, um, 39 is watch my boys have a family, go zip lining, go to Vegas again, check. Uh, the Vegas trip that I took was in 2014. It was the best trip ever. Um, and the last one was own a dog like my childhood dog. And that's my little Sophie now. I will say when I was going through a rough time, I got my little black chihuahua. She's like five pounds. She's the sweetest thing. I know when people think chihuahua, they think like, oh my God, those little loud barky ankle biters. She is an ankle biter because she likes to play with my sock. But it's more like she's the most loving dog I've ever been around. Like she just literally will climb to your face, get into the curve of your neck and just like rub her neck and her back on you. She just wants love. And when I was going through that depressing red hair phase of mine, I needed that and I felt like, oh my God, what mom's like, what are you gonna do when this dog dies? I'm like, mom, she's like just born. And she's like, yeah, but you're too attached to her because she was like so comforting. Like a dog is really a man's best friend. Like every time I got home and, and my dog would get excited to see me and I just felt like everybody fucking hated me. I just looked at the dog and I'm like, dang, dogs are so loyal and loving. And Sophie is like, I always look at her and I'm like, Sophie, I don't know if you've been reincarnated to a dog and if you're really a person in there and have a soul. But if you do, I was like, you're my best friend. <laughs> I'm such a weird person. Anyway, so that was my bucket list, um, and I did make another one for the next five years after that because I did it last year. So for those out there, make a bucket list. End this year with everything you want to do within either the next decade or the next five years or the next year, and go back every six months 
and start checking things off the list and you will feel so empowered when you do this it really makes you feel so good inside and that's like that self-care self-love feel good like the feels of self-care is looking back at something and be like i did that that thing that i wanted to do that i didn't think i could that i wanted to do really bad i checked that motherfucker off my list it reminds me of mean girls when she like writes the three statements that she wants to do to regina george to ruin her life and she just scratches it off the board like that's the feeling you get you're like yes bitch i got this done All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. And again, um, don't forget Christmas Day. Vote for Folio Weekly. I'll put all the information on my Instagram. And also, thank you for my listeners. Thank you for people who write me all the time and tell me that they've been listening to me. Oh, my God. Keep sending me messages like that because you literally you make my day, my week, my month. You literally make my life um, because this is exactly why I'm doing it. I want to know that there's people out there that feel like I felt. And if it's helping you relate, then jump on this journey. I guess you can say that I'm doing right now which is my healing journey and find different ways to focus on just you thank you guys for listening to another episode an unfiltered uncensored raw storytelling podcast i'm tired and angry but somebody should be welcome to another episode of my ugly truth podcast save me your prayers